Hello, friends. Welcome to our podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. If you haven't done so before, go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Point of View Pod and on Twitter at podcast underscore POV. And if you're looking for a fun, positive Star Wars community to be a part of, be sure and join our Facebook group, and you can find us at a certain point of view discussion group. Thanks, and enjoy the show. So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Hello there! Welcome to a certain point of view. I'm Michael. I'm Uncle Ben. <laughs> and this is a certain point of view. <sighs> ben, <laughs> this has been a great night of podcasting already. Um, what a night. What? <laughs> I said, what a night. Okay. So just for a little background, um, <laughs> First of all, this is our second take at this beginning, because <laughs> Ben may or may not have forgotten to, to press record on our first throw through. Yeah, definitely forgot. Uh, we only got like 10, epi- 10 minutes in, so uh, 10, 10 episodes, episodes in, it's fine. Um, but, so we're going to try our best to cover all the bases <laughs> earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be uh, Ben, how are we doing tonight? We're doing good. It's um, it's an eventful night. Um, we are both uncles now. Yeah, we are. Um, yep. Our brother, <laughs> our brother, just a couple hours ago, he and his wife gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Woo! And uh, we are here recording a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and why are we doing that instead of being with them, Ben? <laughs> Uh, because it is it is April and COVID nineteen is uh, around and it is at very uh, it's very volatile right now, so we're all doing our best to stay safe and protect the baby. And Michael and I are not we have not quarantined ourselves uh, ourselves enough to be able to go and actually see the baby um or our parents because our parents have been super strict and literally like not left their house um so they are going to be able to help take care of the baby while we don't get to um see it until after all of this blows over um so we'll just have to make do with pictures and videos and stuff until then but uh but yeah so we're not bad brothers <laughs> we're just <laughs> We're actually victims in a way, so. <laughs> it's actually really tough. Actually, I, I hate that we can't be there I know, with them tonight. I hate it, it really, really sucks. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, and we aren't with them because we love we love them and we love our new niece. So, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, it's, it is what it is right now. But, thankfully... Star Wars is still here to talk about. <laughs> and so it absolutely yeah, is. And so uh, we're going to kind of talk about some uh, some Clone Wars tonight. So um, if you all remember last week, we did not we were not able to record an episode of the that we talked about the Clone Wars because uh, just kind of the craziness of life lately. Um, but you got to hear our two part 
conversation with Brooks Parker, which was really fun. We talked mm-hmm. about prequels. So if you haven't gotten to listen to that, go back and listen to it. It's a really, really fun prequel talk. It was really fun. Um, it yeah. actually really made me want to rewatch the prequels. So I'm, I'm going to do that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but tonight we're going to talk about two episodes, actually. We're, we're kind of going to talk about the, the arc as a whole that we're on right now of the Clone Wars. So we're going to talk about Deal, No Deal, and The Dangerous Debt. Um, so season seven, episodes six and seven, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Martez arc. Is that what <laughs> is that what we're gonna call it? <laughs> is that what we're calling? it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's the um, I um, the sisters arc. I don't know. That's not that's the not the, the night the enough. night sisters. Oh wait. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> so. Overall thoughts about this, uh, about let's, I, I think I'm just kind of going to talk about the arc as a whole, cause that's basically what we're talking about tonight, two thirds of the arc. So, um, but we'll specifically talk more about these episodes as well, but really, okay. So far, these last two episodes were better in my opinion. I, it, it's, I'm kind of conf- like at a loss for words about how I feel about these episodes, actually. Like, this arc is kind of strange because it's like I love seeing Ahsoka and I love seeing, you know, the underground or the underworld of Coruscant. Um, I loved seeing Kessel um, in Deal No Deal. Uh, I love seeing the pikes, uh, it, you know, there's, uh, there's all sorts of stuff that like in theory should be awesome. Um, but I think, and I, I told this to Ben the other day, I think my biggest problem with this arc overall is that this arc is not about Ahsoka. It's a, it's about the Martez sisters. And those are two characters that they've tried to get us to to know better in the last couple of episodes. And despite that, I just do not care about them. Like I, I want to, I want to like them. I do like Rafa better than I liked her at the beginning. Um, but I just, I find trace annoying. Um, I find them both just kind of like, you know, it, it all kind of goes back to that whole conversation that we had a couple weeks ago when I talked about why are they spending so much time trying to get us to know these two characters in the final season of this show? It I don't need this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't need these characters. If you want to use them as a way to make – to go deeper into Ahsoka, great. That's cool. Um, kind of like, um, I know Ben and I were talking about the other day, we were talking about that, um, that arc with Ventress in uh, earlier on in the show where Ventress is kind of off doing her bounty hunter thing. And, and it's really cool because it's about Ventress and there's like side characters that you kind of see even Boba Fett's part of it, um, as a young person, but like. Those are all side characters, and they all add to the story about Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress. 
And these two characters, I feel like this arc is about Martez sisters instead of about Ahsoka. And I think that's the biggest issue I have with it. So I'm enjoying it more than I did. It's, you know, it's not like it's bad. I can't say that it's bad. It's not. I've seen some bad Clone Wars, too, let me tell you. <laughs> and, and again, I do want to reiterate, and then you can have the floor, Ben, but... Every single season of The Clone Wars has something, has at least one arc that I feel at least indifferent about or just straight up don't like. Um, you know, they always go off on these, whether it's about like whether it's a four episode long <laughs> arc with that is strictly about droids <laughs> um, or whether it's about. Jar Jar Binks and his queen mistress, um, <laughs> uh, you know, all that stuff. It, there, there are arcs in this show that are weird or just out of place or, or bad in my opinion. So this is honestly middle of the road, but what, that's kind of what frustrates me. It's because we are at the end here. We have like what, four episodes left and we, I feel like have gone nowhere in three weeks. And and it stinks too because I loved the Bad Batch episodes. Like, you know, you can make the argument that they could have just done it in three episodes, but I don't care. The Bad Batch arc was fantastic. <laughs> and so to go to this now, it's just kind of like, what are we doing? So anyway, that's how I feel. That's how I still feel. Ben, how do you feel? I feel like where I've landed so far with this arc, because I feel like this arc is probably going to end in a way that really leads into the next arc, uh, based off of the episode title of the next one. Um, Which is what? <laughs> hold on, I'm not on that episode. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Together so, again. Together again. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Together Again. Um, and so that excites me. I don't imagine that could be anybody else but Anakin and Ahsoka. So we're going to see some form of a reunion. <laughs> what? Who think, do you think it is? I'm trying to think of who, who would be so, like, so s ridiculous. Is it like, it's, it's Ahsoka and Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar and Mace Windu. Oh God, no. <laughs> Dude, that was the weirdest arc out of all of the weird arcs, <laughs> Jar Jar getting Gosh. busy. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But anyways, so, um, but this arc has like, you know, despite it being maybe not the return I necessarily um, was expecting for Ahsoka, it's had some really good stuff and it has had some stuff that I think really ties into who she is as a character. Yeah. And I think especially who she becomes in rebels. Um, and so I think that this, this arc is doing a lot of things really well. Um, well. The thing that I think we would both agree on is that the thing it has not done is make me um, fall in love with these two new characters that it really wants me to fall in love with. Um, right. I, I don't hate them. Like they don't necessarily even annoy me that much. What annoys me is that I don't care. Like I just don't, I get whatever it is in me. I, for some reason have not connected with these characters in a way that makes me like, I don't know, want to see them more. Yeah. Um, I've connected with them in the sense, that especially in the, um, in the latest episode, um, 
which was called uh, Dangerous Debt. I think in that episode, we got a lot of vulnerability from Rafa mm-hmm. and, and Trace, actually. And I think that those scenes where they were talking about sort of how the Jedi failed them and stuff, I think those are some really powerful scenes and some, some of the most emotional uh, scenes I've seen in Clone Wars um, in a while, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that this, this, this arc has some pretty high highs, um, but the rest of it, I wouldn't even call them lows. It's just kind of like a, I, it's more like, I just don't know why, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's just like, like, I don't even know what they, what these characters are necessarily missing. Um, they just are kind of there and every once in a while they have moments where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm happy that I'm seeing this and that Ahsoka's interacting with them. But for them as individuals, I've not been able to make that connection. So that's kind of where I am with this arc. It's like, I'm really enjoying a lot of stuff. I think that it is doing some good stuff for Ahsoka. I think that um, a lot of the stuff that like seeing the effects of how the Jedi have handled things in maybe a cold and calloused way mm-hmm. uh, in this war has affected a lot of the people. And I think that seeing Ahsoka kind of wrestle with those um, with those realities is um, is pretty powerful, especially seeing where she ends up in Rebels. Um, but I think that on the base level of these two characters being on the like at the front of this new arc um they have not actually like i can't think of really any time where i thought man i really like trace i think that she's a good character or like man i really like rafa i think that her character is really really just like strong or like you know or or even like even annoying like like give like if they're not gonna i'd rather them be like hateable than <laughs> than just blah you know yeah and i feel like that's what we're getting right now so um that's where i'm at <laughs> with this with this arc i'm enjoying it i just want i think at this point it's like just stop trying to get me to like these characters and just at this point bring back the characters that we want to see finish out the series, yeah. you know, which I hate cause I like seeing new things and I like seeing new characters, but if you're not going to introduce them in a way that's actually compelling, then just <laughs> bring back the good stuff. Um, yeah. And, and guess, again, you know? it would be one thing if this season was 22 episodes or whatever, like an old season was right. you know, like yeah. older seasons were, um, this is even less than season six though. This is like 12 episodes. Yeah. And 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 we have like five so little time left. Yeah. Five left. And I God, dude, I hate I hate that we have spent this much time on this season and it's just not picked up really. Yeah. And and like I said earlier, dude, I freaking love the Bad Batch. Um I know. The Bad Batch arc was, was fantastic. Arc. It was the yeah. perfect way to get us back in. And so the fact that I feel this way halfway through the season or past halfway now, it just kind of is – it's disappointing. But Mm -hmm. I have this strange feeling that when the season's over, we're going to look back and say, yeah, you know that little arc in the middle? Uh, It didn't really matter that it was slow. <laughs> I, I have, and this, I feel that way too. I, I have yeah, this I'll feeling admit, yeah. that it's about to pick up and like be crazy, um, yeah. which 
is something that I've just, I'm just wait. I'm just ready for, man. Um, but but you were talking about um, seeing the effects of kind of what the you know how callous the Jedi have been. That moment where Rafa was telling the story um, yep. of why they don't trust the Jedi. Yep. That was a really good moment. Um, yes, it was. I really did like that moment a lot because it got even more um, of an it even more. Sorry, it got even more of a. It gave Ahsoka even more of a view, um, is as to why uh, a lot of people didn't trust the Jedi anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and even in I think it was in Deal No Deal. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, I think it was. It was on um, Kessel when mm-hmm. they were you know they were talking about the slaves on there and they were like um the republic wouldn't allow slavery and oh, she was yeah. like yeah you'd think so right and so like you can really see Ahsoka's kind of uh world attitude yeah her worldview has totally been shaken and changed mm-hmm. and so that's pretty cool i really like seeing that and in that sense this has been a good arc for Ahsoka um yeah. you know but again those are the two of two of the very few moments that I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. But let's talk about some positive things because they do exist in in these two episodes. There, yeah. There's definitely lots of positive things at least to talk about. And um, I want to start with um, I liked at the beginning, it was a nice little moment, the beginning of Deal No Deal where um, I think Trace was asking Ahsoka, where did you learn to do all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And um, – she uh Ahsoka said Skywalker Academy. It was uh-huh. a real it was a really nice moment. And I just yeah. love all those references to Anakin that she keeps giving, like my big brother taught me and all that stuff. Yeah. Um just it's just like I love seeing um I love seeing the the connection that even though she doesn't trust the Jedi anymore and she's, you know, she left the order, she still has this affinity and love for her big brother, Anakin. And, um, and she always will. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and then that moment where they're flying in the wrong shipping lane or whatever. Oh yeah. This is a really cool moment. Yeah. This was probably the best moment of deal. No deal where they're flying Mm -hmm. out of Coruscant um, to Kessel and they're flying in the wrong ship lane and Anakin senses her on the other ship and mm-hmm. tells, tells the, whoever it's that, I know we've seen him before that, um, <laughs> I can't remember, tells that person, don't, don't worry about it. And so I really loved that moment where Anakin totally sensed Ahsoka and Ahsoka. Yularen. Okay. Thank his you. Na- his name is Yularen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and then Ahsoka felt Anakin's presence as well, and I just thought that was a really beautiful and well done moment. Yeah, yeah, I that moment was really cool for me as well. Like I, I really enjoyed seeing. Um, it reminded me of whenever it kind of reminded me of whenever um, in Empire Strikes Back, whenever Luke and Leia are leaving and Vader like I think it was in that episode you'll have to correct me Michael okay when whenever they're leaving Cloud City I think or somewhere and Vader senses them leaving and like he like kind of looks up 
and like mm-hmm. look and stuff, and then he like walks away silently. Yep. I think that's Empire, but well, I could be wrong. At that moment, they actually like communicate with each other. Luke and that's Vader right. do. And he's like yep. Luke, and he's like Father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Father. Yeah. So they actually that like moment. talk, like sense each other, and talk kind of with each other a little yeah. bit. Um, there is another moment I feel like in in the original trilogy where they sense each other, but they don't talk. But I could be I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back. Yeah. Um, there is that really funny moment in A New Hope whenever they are, um, whenever they're like landing or something, and uh, when like Luke, Obi Wan, Han, and Chewie are landing in the Death Star, and he's like, and he's like. A presence I haven't felt since, and then just walks away. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and like that moment now is written with like comedic timing. Like it's very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I love I love that. It's kind of it kind of echoes that, and I mean you know Anakin is Vader, and so it, it, I thought that was a cool moment, and I thought it was a really sweet moment as well. Kind of it's as like Anakin is like, I'll let her go, you know, yeah. instead of being like, no, we we have, we have to get her because I have to tell her that I I I stuck my neck out for her, mm-hmm. and you know there wasn't some weird drama thing that happened. He just let her go. Yeah, like I thought that was a really beautiful moment. Yep. Um, so yeah, I liked that a lot too, dude. And then, um, when they're actually going to Kessel and landing on the planet, it is so gorgeous. <laughs> this dude, is, this, this is, season is so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. And, and here's the thing. I know we've kind of been knocking it a little bit this season. Just, I mean, you know, just, just a little bit, um, you can't knock the visuals of this season. And and a lot of people have been, like, saying, I wish, I, I mean, maybe not a lot of people, but you you go down the Twitter rabbit hole and you see some annoying comments sometimes. And uh, you see, like, I, I just wish they would try, they would have tried harder this season. It's just, it's pointless. Like, and, and, you know, you see stuff like that and it's really annoying when you see comments like that because, listen, you may not like it, but they've been wor- – they worked hard on this crap. Do you see Dude, these – seriously. Do you see these visuals? <laughs> like They you- would not – they didn't have to come back and make this. No, they didn't like, have to make anything. No. They <laughs> – this show was canceled. Yeah. Like – they came back because the people making it love this show mm-hmm. and they love the story and they love the characters and yeah. they're the ones who came up with these characters and these stories. And so to say that they're wasting anything, I think is actually doing them. A, it's doing them a huge disservice and it's doing the characters you love a huge disservice because yeah. I think that they're telling the story like they know the amount of episodes they have. Mm-hmm. They know full well that they only have 12 episodes to tell the rest of the story. And maybe just maybe I think that we as a fan base need to accept the fact that there just isn't that much more story to tell. Yeah. Well, like, oh, you know, ahead. like, um, meaning that I think that the whole lead up to episode three, they got pretty freaking close in season six. And so we're getting season seven. And I'm so happy because they've wanted to tell this. Like, they've wanted to tell this story. But, I mean, they didn't need... I don't think that they needed 
16, 20 episodes to tell this story. Honestly, I really do think that this little arc that we're in right now, they're giving it to us to give us a nice, slow, take your time piece of a story with Ahsoka. And because the rest of the story that they have is going to move at a pace that is exciting and it's what we want to see. We're going to see um, some conclusions with Maul and Ahsoka that lead a little bit into what we're going to see in Rebels. We're going to see um, leading right into Revenge of the Sith. Um, and, like, I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm still so excited to see what we're going to see. And I think that the storytellers, like, the makers of the show are fully aware of what they're doing and how they're spending mm-hmm. their time. This is not something they just decided to do out of nowhere. Yeah. They had these stories written a long time ago and now they're finally able to tell them. So, I mean, like I can have my own little gripes and stuff with this arc, but like you said earlier, I have a feeling that once we watch this next batch <laughs> of episodes ending the season, I really think we're going to look back on this and be like, I'm happy that I had that time with Ahsoka. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm happy I had that time. That was sweet. It was fun. And I got to just relax and see her kind of get involved in what the normal world is like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to grow to appreciate it more. Yeah. And, and I think that's just something as fans that a lot of a lot of fans, including myself sometimes, I'm definitely not separating myself from th- from them here no yeah i mean I'm, um, yeah i'm a fan too i get frustrated yeah <laughs> we, we get frustrated whenever you know the things don't go the way we planned point things don't go the way that we wanted them necessarily to go um and and i think the thing that we got to remember as fans is just because something doesn't land with you does not mean that the people who made it did not work hard on it right and and just because that it didn't land for you doesn't mean it's not landing for other people. Right. Uh, so like I, I know that actually there are people who have really enjoyed this arc so far. Yeah. I'm really happy for them. I really wish I, I was one of them, you know, but, um, I'm just glad I had, I'm not, I don't hate this arc. Yeah. You know, I don't hate it at all. And who knows this next episode could tie the whole arc together and maybe it'll kind of, um, make me see it in a different light, you Mm -hmm. know? And, and, you know, there's another aspect of this we're not really thinking about or talking about. What if the Martez sisters do actually play some sort of role in the last few episodes? They could. Like, like I don't I don't know what they're going to, you know, maybe they don't. Yeah. But, like, maybe they're setting them up now so we know them later. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe not. But I'm, that's just a thought. And, you know, we don't know where the writers have written this story. Maybe this is not pointless. Um, so I, I just think I just think the whole the whole notion of um, they they should have they should have put more effort into the season or uh, or they should have written it better or they should have done it this way or that way. Just 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 watch what they have given you. Yeah, <laughs> and, seriously. And, you know, and don't like it if you don't want if you don't like it and like it if you like it. That's cool. But at the end of the day, we're getting more Star Wars, and that's exciting. And so, yep. um, you know, I think that's just where I am right now. I may not like this arc. Okay, fine. I bet I'll like the next one. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it, at the end of the day, look, 
when we look back on this season, I mm-hmm. we will have the season that has the Bad Batch and the Siege of Mandalore. <laughs> yeah. And I think Seriously. that's going to be a success, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you know, people, you forget, like, even season six, you have the, um, in season six, you have that amazing clone arc at the beginning mm-hmm. and at the end you have that Yoda arc that's incredible. But before those or in between those, you have that, you have that, Jar Jar. you have that weird Jar Jar arc. And then you also have that super boring political arc about, uh, freaking about Padme and, uh, that what's that guy's name? I always forget his name. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Yep. I can't remember I cannot, either right now. It's it's just forgettable. You're a forgettable character. <laughs> I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but it's just like this political banking clan arc, and it's just like, why do we need yeah. to see this right now? And that <laughs> and season so, also had less episodes than yeah. previous seasons because yeah. it was just a lost episodes. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like a lost missions thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. And, but when I look back on season six, I look back fondly. I, I really enjoyed season six. Yep. Um, Me too. So, yeah, and it is what it is. But um, back to back to the episodes, dude, I really loved the I actually really enjoyed the Kessel stuff. Mm-hmm. Every really every bit of the Kessel part. Yeah. Um, I never really noticed you know, I, when we've seen the few times we've seen Kessel before, yeah, you don't really. If correct me if I'm wrong, but we haven't seen like green and trees and stuff, really, have we? Not to my not to my recollection. No. Yeah, I don't remember. It's usually just like really gritty and like you know, yeah, that underground type underworld type of a feel. Uh, but in this, you see like it's they pull up on this like almost Naboo type planet. It's like really beautiful, really yeah. foresty. You know, you see, you know, you drive up to this palace basically <laughs> and it's it's beautiful. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. And I yeah. just loved the scenery and uh the lighting and all that stuff. This season just looks absolutely stupid good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. And I uh I even really love like the interior lighting too of this season like it's crazy because like we can i mean obviously i gush over all of the outdoor stuff in this season mm-hmm. but like even the the interior light stuff that they're doing is just like super cool like the like in the most recent episode with all the um like those those scenes where they're like running through the the like prison or whatever and they're trying to escape there's some like like the interrogation room and stuff like that like the lighting in these places is just really really cool and the design of them is really neat and it's just it feels very star wars you know yeah um it's like because i don't know if you noticed but like the (laughs) the prison cell that they're uh they're kept in is like the door is really weird because it's like like there's no real reason to have all these like (laughs) random like doorways and stuff if you're just gonna shut it all off with a laser thing but they do it anyways because they're aliens so (laughs) they probably do this why not you know because they're (laughs) aliens because it's star wars and we're just gonna like we want things to just feel like it's different and weird (laughs) and (laughs) the way you said that reminds me of um i don't know if you've heard 
John Campia talk much about the rise of Skywalker. A little um, bit. And the way <laughs> the way he's he talks about Palpatine coming back. Oh. It, he so he said he says something like and Palpatine beca- came back because Yep. <laughs> and that was the explanation. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't wait to see them explain why Palpatine is back. Because. <laughs> That's it. And well, that is really it. funny. It just, yeah. Um, I have the episode pulled up right now, watch like it, silently watching it while we're talking, and they just pulled up to Kessel, and it's just like, ugh, so beautiful. You brought up that moment where... Um, Ahsoka sees like the slaves and like they were talking they were talking yeah. about like why wow, it's a lot of droids or whatever and then you see down there and it's it's, it's slaves mm-hmm. and um, yeah I thought that was a really interesting moment too because like actually me watching it so I was like because whenever um, whenever they said something about like like I think Ahsoka says something like like why would like they would like the Republic wouldn't let mm. like you know, this, this kind of slavery happen or whatever. Um, and I don't know if like, <laughs> I, cause whenever I was watching it, I was like, well, I mean, like, are they a neutral system? Can they step on their, like literally I started going through the political babble that they mm-hmm. go through in the show. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so flawed. Like <laughs> it's yeah. just so flawed and so wrong. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really effective. And I thought that they did that in a very effective way that didn't um, make you pour over. Like, I remember there were there were some arcs in Clone Wars, actually, that dealt with the topic of slavery pretty heavy handedly. And I mm-hmm. remember actually after watching them, I was like, I was like, I need to, like, go process what I just watched because I'm very emotional right now. That was hard to watch. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. Um, the show is known to deal with these really hard themes. Um, and so I thought that they did that and like kind of revisited that sort of thing in a very interesting way that had her look at it like, oh, they do let this stuff go on. <laughs> like, yeah, because the Jedi are serving the Republic, not the people. And right. so, yeah, it's oof. they're serving the Republic as in the politicians not the republic as in the people exactly yep (laughs) they're serving the senate they're serving what what will become the empire (laughs) yeah oh my gosh man so many oh oh the jedi you're going down a you're going down a path that i just can't follow (laughs) (laughs) going down a path i can't follow (laughs) you're breaking my heart um I do do think that one of the arcs, or sorry, I do think that one of the things that it has been really good about this arc has been the whole back and forth between Rafa and Ahsoka. Yes. I think that they've started to kind of, they've been vulnerable with each other. They've started to really develop kind of a a little bit of a relationship, and I like that. And, and, and I really do like kind of seeing the juxtaposition of how, you know, how Ahsoka has grown up versus mm-hmm. how the sisters have grown up. Yeah. And how it's like, this isn't what I was taught. This is just what life is. And yeah. This is just life. This is how I've had to live. And 
you know, we haven't had the luxury of being able to worry about morals and what's right and what's wrong. We've had to survive. And that's that, you know. And, yeah. you know, there's all sorts of ethics you can get into um, with all of that. But at the end of the day, I think that's probably the that's probably the best, like, digging into the characters of Trace and Rafa that they've done. Yeah. Is showing just the difference between where the Jedi have, you know, put all of their efforts and the people that they've forgotten. Yeah. And, you know, like when... When Rafa said that, um, I wish I could have been able to tell which Jedi said this. I don't know if you were able to tell by the description. Oh, it was Luminara. It was Luminara? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. So Luminara apparently just said, I made a choice, but don't worry. The Force will be with you. It's like, that doesn't help anything. And then they just she just left. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know, as Christians, like you and me, like what if... Like, what good would it do if we saw, like, a homeless person who was who was asking for – and not that we should just do, you know, hand money to every homeless person we see. But, like, but like what if we had an opportunity to help someone, but instead we just said, I don't have time, but don't worry. I'm praying for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's okay, okay, but that's that's nice. But okay, but I still need this. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. It's like the whole dilemma of assuming everybody has the same morality or belief system that you do, and so what you say yeah. means just as much to them as it does to you. It's like, yeah, you know, somebody telling me they're praying for me, that makes me feel good because mm-hmm. I like I understand what they're doing. But just any person who like somebody who just had their home destroyed by your people yeah hearing something like you know like are like like don't worry the force will be with you like you know what the Sith don't sound too bad now like (laughs) (laughs) screw the force (laughs) (laughs) screw the force yeah it's um like that screw the force my parents just are gone like Like, straight up gone (laughs) and yeah and I think that also this is a moment where, like, because, like, we've seen Luminara. She's a great Jedi, and she's yeah. um, and she's awesome. I love Luminara. But something about the Jedi, and, I mean, I think that actually, and this is something, so this, <laughs> sorry, I just thought about something whenever, something that's a little off topic, but it, it goes with it. So follow me Go for, for a it. second here. Yeah. A lot of times in the prequels, um, I think that... <laughs> Sure, we can chalk it up to bad direction if we want to. But my preferred way of viewing kind of the cold and numb performance of some of the Jedi is not as much um, a lack of direction, but more so actually a choice to show, like, Qui-Gon Jinn... He's done very well. No one really complains about Liam Neeson's performance, but he is very much, like, cold to the point. Like, okay, we got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. He has, like, one mood the whole movie. He doesn't really <laughs> he doesn't really shift moods at all. He's, like, you know, the whole there is no emotion, there is peace. Like, that whole Jedi way of not being, like, not, not really being expressive in emotions... And stuff mm-hmm. like that, I think, often ends up hurting them. And I think that we actually see that a lot in the prequel movies as well as the Clone Wars as we see 
Jedi acting very cold and calloused. And um, even though they're supposed to be, and I think it's something that Anakin's always infuriated with, like you see it whenever yes. the Jedi make decisions that they're like, well, I mean, we can't help them. We have to, we have to keep moving. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, it's those things that he stands up for that it makes, and it makes Ahsoka like him more even whenever, and it influences Ahsoka as well. Um, so the thing I love so much about Ahsoka is I feel like she ended up adopting her and Rex ended up adopting all of Anakin's best parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that leaving Anakin alone with his worst parts, <laughs> <laughs> leaving him alone with his worst parts. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's exactly what Rafa and uh, Trace and Rafa were experiencing in that moment was Luminara being maybe a good Jedi, quote unquote, um, to her knowledge. But that her being so like emotionless caused mm-hmm. her to cut off from being empathetic in any way. I think that that moment was really, really telling of a huge flaw in the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I think that it's something we see in the prequel movies a lot as well. So, yeah. um, that was hard. That, that story was really hard to hear. Like I yeah. was legitimately like, oh my gosh, like how often do, do horrible things happen? And like, honestly, how often do horrible things happen? And my response is too much like Luminara's, you know, where I think yeah. like, like, you know, a decision had to be made, like, but you know what? Like, it's going to be okay. It's like, well, you know what? They don't know that right now. They need someone to understand <laughs> their pain right now. Like, yeah. you know, and that, yeah, that's hard. It's <laughs> really yeah. hard to see. Yeah, man, absolutely. And yeah. see, so like, this is the thing about, about Star Wars that I always love is that even like, we're, we're talking about this arc that neither of us are all that you know, crazy about, but even I'm getting emotional. Arc, we're, having, we're talking <laughs> about this like super, like serious real world discussion here. And Clone Wars started that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so like, I do think that this arc has its pluses. It really, really does. Um, they're beneath the surface. Um, yeah. The, you just have to look a level deeper. Let's talk about a little bit more on the next episode, yeah. which is called, um, deal or no deal. I'm kidding. No. no. Uh, it's called Dangerous Debt. Dangerous Debt, yeah. So let's talk about that episode some. Can I, I mean, I, I feel like we've kind of talked about both of them some, but what were you saying? Uh, I wanted to say, actually, before we start getting to, like into the weeds on this episode a little bit more, um, the structure of it I thought was pretty funny of how like we start this episode with them in prison. And then when it ended with them in prison, actually, do you know what my first thought was? What? I thought, Michael's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it's really funny. You say that. So you're right. But here's why it's not because it's not because, Oh, <laughs> it's actually, it's kind of funny. It's not because I think the episode was a waste of time. Yeah. Because I don't think that. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you look at all of the character development that happened um, between, you know, we had a bunch of vulnerability with the with Rafa and Trace in prison. And then, yeah, they tried to escape and they almost made it, but they went back into prison. 
I don't view that as a waste of time. I know a lot of people did. Like I saw comments that were like, wow, this literally was a pointless episode. I don't think so. I, I do not think that. But <laughs> the thing is, I got really excited because they were escaping. And then I saw those Mandalorians with the hoods on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, this I think this arc is almost over. I think we're ba- I'm pretty think sure that was Bo-Katan. Is- what? I'm pretty sure that was Bo-Katan. It was. The yeah, it was one. Bo-Katan. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So like I got really excited. I saw Bo-Katan. She was like – it looked really awesome. She had like this this uh, this cloak on and you could yep. just see the Mandalorian mask. That was really cool. But like uh, I got really excited. I was like, oh my gosh. Are we about to like – is this about to be like a three-episode arc and then we're about to finally get off this planet and whatever – they get caught and then they go back to prison. So we know we have one more episode on this arc at least. And so, and so like that at the end of the episode, I was like, (sighs) (laughs) but that's the reason why is because I thought we actually might be getting out of this arc a little sooner. And I was actually really excited. Yes, 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 yes. Mandalorians. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) But, that said, I do think this episode was good. Yes. And I do think that the Mandalorians will play a part in the next episode. Yeah. And I think maybe even Anakin will too. And yeah. so I I am excited about the next episode. Genuinely am. So yeah. anyway. I think that it's really – like when I say – you know, I say like, like Michael's not going to like that or whatever. Yeah. I did think that you I, – like as I was watching the episode, I was like, I think Michael's going to enjoy this episode more than the last two. And I still think that. I still like – after I finished it, I was like, I was like even though I, I know he's not going to love the way it ended, I think that like he he's going to have enjoyed this episode because of the things it did give us. Yeah. Um, I think it did give us – some of I think it did give us the best. I mean, we were just talking about a, a moment <laughs> from this episode. That whole conversation we were just having is about like that story they were telling in this episode. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like we got some really good deep stuff in this episode. Some good meat uh, mm-hmm. in this episode, and some really fun action. Like we got to see them uh, running away and Ahsoka using the Force in some really funny ways. Like um, yep. like seeing Rafa kind of be like. Be like, jump, like, like, if, like, if you, like, we'll, we'll help you up or whatever if you grab the edge or something like that. And then she's like, she's like, come on, let's go. Like, like she's not gonna make she's that not jump. Gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she I like pops that up was pretty. Them. I did think that was pretty dumb when they didn't see her. Yeah. Like when she jumped over them and they were like, where, where'd she go? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah. I was like, guys, seriously, you didn't see her jump over you. <laughs> <laughs> she's sneaky, Michael. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, this episode was a really fun ride and I wasn't, I wasn't upset that they were back in prison. I, I had a similar feeling of like, oh shoot, Mandalorians. And we saw Anakin yeah. in the last episode. Is there, is there something about to happen? Like what's about to go down? Yeah. And I was like a little disappointed they went back to prison, but at the same time, I kind of feel like we're going to get a more natural transition between arcs. I feel like the next episode is going to kind of almost like pass the baton in a really mm-hmm. like good way. And it's almost going to be like, we're going to get a three and a half episode arc as opposed to a four episode arc. You know what I mean? Right. right. Where it's more yeah, like, yeah. it's more like, yeah, we've got the Martez sisters arc, which I guess we're calling it now. Um, and <laughs> Martez. 
tits. <laughs> my tits. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I almost said, you didn't file your paperwork. <laughs> oh, I mean, because it sounds the same. <laughs> my tits. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited because I think that the next episode is going to pass that baton really well. Um, seeing the Mandalorians. Okay. Dude, they looked so cool. <laughs> they looked so sick, man. It was so good to see Bo-Katan. It was. It was really cool to see them. And um, I think that the the really actually, I felt like their, introdu- their introduction was really tasteful. They didn't yeah. give us too much. Um, I feel like if they honestly, like thinking back on it, if they gave us more than they gave us, I feel like it would have felt very um, forced. And like, well, okay, I guess the Mandalorians are here to save the day. Great. They saved us from this boring arc. I'm talking yeah. as an angry fan. Um, devil's advocate. Um, and so, <laughs> sorry. Um, I am, I have enjoyed, I know I was, I know that I was very negative at the beginning of this episode. I you ha- were not I'm, very negative. <laughs> for me, I was very negative. <laughs> okay. I'm not hard to please with Star Wars. No, you're um, not. <laughs> but, but like uh, these episodes, I really did enjoy. Um, yeah. I had fun watching them, even if they went a different direction than I had expected them to. Um, so that being said, though, I think that the way that they handled the Mandalorians being introduced in this episode was really well done. And I'm actually happy they didn't give us more because I think if they gave us more and, like, they broke into the prison or something um, to break these characters out, it may have felt a little forced and been like, yeah. well, I guess they're not going to explain why, like, why they decided to just break them out like that, <laughs> you right. know? Um, yeah. I feel like they gave us a good amount, just enough to be like, hey, they're here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I like, you know, Bo-Katan was like, you know, let's, let's keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm. She may, she may like come into play later or something. You know, it yeah. was like it was like a wink at us, like, "Hey, they're coming back next episode." <laughs> <laughs> Looks at the camera and winks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, do you? Uh, first of all, do you? <laughs> I'm I'm watching this episode kind of side by side here, and <laughs> do you remember in that tor- you know the torture chamber or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. th- that weird hunchback droid? <laughs> What was up with that? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, wait, why does a droid have a bad back? I don't understand how that works. Because. <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's another one of those things that's like, you know, you could try to, you can overthink that if you want to, but I'm not going to spend much time thinking about that. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Um so I did want to say the pikes, the way that they are portrayed here, they're very formidable. Yeah. I really like I really like how tough they are. Like it just shows how how like um they did a great job of showing how so few people can escape from them. Like mm-hmm. you know, this with the help of a Jedi, they could not escape the pikes. Yeah. You know? And to to be fair, she's not using her Jedi powers like just like she normally would. That so that yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you could really. I don't know if you, if we can say that really. But um, 
And one of those prisoners looks like Hondo, by the way. It's not, but it looks like him. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I have it. I have it open too, and I actually just watched them break out of prison. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, is that no? Is that Hondo?" <laughs> it would have been awesome if we, they just cut to a shot of him like playing cards or something, and then got back to it. I would have really enjoyed that. <laughs> this is a little off topic, but real quick, you mentioned Hondo. I just yeah, want yeah. like when you said that, I just thought about. One of my favorite things in Rebels is Hondo and Ezra's relationship, dude. Oh, yeah. It's so funny and stupid and great. And, like, his whole, like, like he's like a like he's like a, a son to me, <laughs> kind of, you know? Like, <laughs> he's like, you lied, you lied and manipulated me. lied to me. I've never I've been, never so, been proud. so proud. <laughs> yeah. I love that so oh, much. Gosh, Hondo's so good. But, yeah. Um, but... Like, while we're talking about the whole prison break scene, yeah, the, the animations on, um, I know, I had to talk about the animation again, but seriously, like... No, dude, I can't, we can't talk enough about it. It's crazy. So, like, on, I'm just watching, like, their faces, their, the explosions going on in the background whenever they're, like, trying to jump over this bridge and stuff. Like, the yeah. colors, all of it is just, like... This show is so intentional with every part of the scene that's going on. And mm-hmm. like so many animated shows do the thing where like the character who's talking is the only thing that's animated. Everything mm-hmm. else around it is like still or like blinking mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> to show that it's real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas this show, like even whatever other characters are talking, you look at the other character like character who is talking is you know owning the scene but the other mm-hmm. people in the scene are like doing are something reacting. are like reacting to it they're like the stuff in the background is going on there's stuff like living in the in the world like a live action show um and i think it's what something that really separates it from other animated shows yeah. you know like it's something that has always separated it even in the beginning whenever the animation wasn't like 100% which even back then it was really really good for the time. It's two thousand eight, man. Right, like. <laughs> but like stuff like that is what separated it. Was like yeah. it paid attention to the little details because it's more like a CGI show than it is an animated show. You know, right. like that's you could almost just call it a CG uh, show. Which I mean, the computer graphics animated, whatever. But sure. you know, like that puts a different thing in people's minds. See, whenever you say it like that, um, and I think that this episode was gorgeous yeah what's I wrong i just watched that i just watched that pike person get like like killed in the elevator oh thing. Cr- oh <laughs> dude pretty rough. how dark <laughs> yeah that was pretty rough <laughs> what a dark like, moment yeah Ew. so and, and another another thing that about the animation is that we keep talking about is the the lighting the shadows on their faces that the way that the the light reacts with it it is like light would actually act in yeah. real life and that's one of the things that adds one more level of mm-hmm. reality to this and i think just like the shadows on their faces or the shadows behind them when they're walking or yeah. like it's just the way that light reacts with these with these people. And that's something that has come a long way in animation just within the last few years. Yeah. Um, is that I'm no, I'm noticing that on a lot of newer animated things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's insane, I love man. the see. I love the fight scene at the top of that tower with, Oh Ahsoka yeah. Just, just like beating up now that she's like not being watched by anybody. She's just like, 
beating them up. All the pikes is so cool. Yeah, and like but. still not using any kind of like force powers necessarily, other than maybe no, jumping. She's just, she's just good at combat. <laughs> yeah. Also, like that's that scene, like her fighting in that scene, reminds me of actually. I love her. Uh, I actually really love her outfit this season. I think it's like yeah, really it's cool, and it's it's different. It's like. I've worn Jedi attire for my whole life. Like, what do I wear now? You know? It's yeah. like, well, I guess I wear this jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, it's really cool. And there's also, like, actually, uh, while we're in this whole sequence, there's, like, an uncomfortably dark moment in this sequence that when I, when I watched it, I was like, that actually is a little dark for me, but, like, it's, it's like, funny but cool or whatever. Whenever... Trace and Rafa are trying to, like, they're, like, pinned down by these pikes, and Ahsoka makes it out of the tower and stuff. She, like, uses the Force to move the pikes out of cover so that Trace and Rafa could shoot them. <laughs> and I was like, that's... That's, Pretty like, some brutal. Sith stuff. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, that's pretty fair yeah (laughs) yeah it's like the difference between um you know it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if we didn't bring up avatar it's like the difference between katara using water bending on somebody to like freeze them to a wall as opposed to like blood bending them bending them (laughs) you know (laughs) um I just want to talk about Avatar now. Okay, let's, so let's talk about Avatar. Bloodbending. <laughs> Welcome to the last air podcast, Benders. Um, <laughs> the last pod bender. Working title. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so anything? is there anything else you want to talk about from this episode? I'm dr- kind of like drawing a blank so much about so much of the, of everything i'm kind of just drawing a blank a little bit yeah um i do want to so you brought up a point i actually wanted to talk about for a second um earlier about the pikes being really formidable um mm-hmm. i actually do think that it's kind of um you know for all the things we we're saying about this <laughs> this arc kind of maybe having a lot of like just kind of blah characters I think mm-hmm. that this episode ending with the Pikes putting them back in prison did give the Pikes a really cool sort of um, – it gave them a really cool position to be in where it's like, yeah, uh, we just spent the whole episode getting like outsmarted by them. But we're still on them. We're persistent, and we want our freaking spice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like they, they put them back in. They caught them by the end of it and put them back in prison. I think that that was a really cool. I like whenever villains aren't pushovers. I like when villains aren't just stupid. Like they were smart. They learned from like past attempts and stuff, and they finally ended up catching them. And yeah. I thought that was really cool to see, actually. It was, like, the villain kind of win in that way, you know, because they were persistent. Yeah. They are like, nope, you're not getting away from the pikes. Yep. <laughs> um, Agreed. So I really I really like the way that they are portraying them uh, in this arc. And I think that it does make them a very formidable foe that requires a formidable hero, which yep. I think we will get. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm so pumped about next week, actually. Like, I do think it's about to heat up a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is something I'm ready for. <laughs> actually, yeah. So before we, like, end the podcast, um, I do want to hear, like, a little bit of a prediction thing. Um, obviously, not like a, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be upset. Just, like, 
based off the title of the episode, next week we're going to get the return of Anakin. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, the uh, Anakin and Ahsoka being kind of brought back together. How do we think that's going to happen? Like how, like, how do you see, even just, like, a snippet of, like, how do you think maybe Anakin catches wind of Ahsoka being captured by the Pikes? You know? And to let you, because I was thinking about this for a minute, so I'll let you think think while yeah, I talk please for a go, second. Yeah, please go, because I'm not prepared. Because I have an idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. It totally may not be a thing at all. I think that Anakin sensing her presence in the last episode is going to make her be thinking about her and think about where is she going? Mm-hmm. Like, she, why is she in some random ship like that? And I think that he is probably trying to keep up with where that ship went somehow. Um, Whether it be maybe him sending some sort of transmission to Rex to be like, hey, I want you to check this out for me. Um, And maybe having Rex go on a mission for him going rogue. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying, like, I think that that moment was like a catalyst for Anakin and he's been thinking about her. And I think that that is what triggered it for him. Yeah. Um, how exactly he's going to play into the mix of the next episode? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking of like how he's actually going to like come back, you know? Um, yeah, so do I. I actually don't have a good prediction. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I think yours makes a lot of sense. Um, I did wonder, though, uh, what do you think the Mandalorians that, you know, because they said something Keep about not her. compromising their missions. Yeah. Not compromising Ooh, yeah. their mission. What do you think their mission is? Like, what are they doing? Because hmm. we know Darth Maul is still, I guess he's still on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And we something. know that he's kind of involved with the Pikes, mm-hmm. the crime syndicate. Yep. So, so I don't know. I think that um, I think that the Mandalorians we saw are likely. I mean, we we we're pretty sure it's Bo-Katan, like Bo-Katan, whatever. I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, like. I'd be shocked if that was not Bo-Katan. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. So going along the vein of thinking that's Bo-Katan, um, this would be a sort of cell that's broken off of Death Watch that didn't go rogue or that turned good, you know, in that whole mm-hmm. amazing arc with Obi-Wan. Um, and so I would think that maybe they're undercover trying to get maybe some intel on Maul or something on like how the Pikes are using them to try to dethrone Maul or something. Um, or possibly they're just trying to do what, um, what they want death watch to be, which we see almost a little bit of Mandalorian where they were saving. Um, they were like trying, they, they rushed in and they actually started fighting off the separatists mm-hmm. in that flashback with Din Djarin, um, and end up saving him. And that was Death Watch in that flashback. So, I mean, yeah. some version of Death Watch is good in this war. And so I think maybe this cell that we're seeing is maybe a part of that movement. And maybe they're trying to help figure out a way to maybe even free these slaves or something. Um, so 
I don't Dude, know. Yes. That and that's another thing that makes this so exciting is that I really think that some of this is going to tie into the Mandalorian. Yeah. I think that obviously we're going to see the siege of Mandalore and that's that's discussed in the in the Mandalorian. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. Um, or at least the Great Purge is. Is that what they call yeah, is that the same thing? I don't or is know. Is different? I don't know if that's the same thing. Um, but, uh, but I guess we'll see maybe. Yeah, we will. We will. And, and, you know, and I wonder if we might even see an animated version of, um, uh, Moff Gideon. Ooh, that would be so cool. How cool would that be? (laughs) I'm just, this is all just like total speculation right now because dude, he gets that dark saber from Bo-Katan somehow. Yeah. I mean, I'm very curious. <laughs> and so you talking about uh, this reminds me that Ahsoka was cast in season two of Mandalorian. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Not only that, they, they're done. They're done filming. I know. I saw some people say something like I saw some people online say something about like, like, of course, this happens like whenever everything's shut down. Now we're not going to get season two of Mandalorian in forever. And I'm like, they're done filming. I mean, if they can keep editing somehow, you know, and like keep their distance doing that and all that. Yeah. Filming's done. You don't need large crews. Yeah. Of people. It's you, they're 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 I have a feeling we're going to get that on schedule. Yeah. I don't um, know why we wouldn't. I, but I don't so. know. Who knows? Maybe I'm not thinking of something. I but so. all right. So that is uh, that is, you know, this episode. <laughs> These episodes. That is these episodes. Uh, That, yes. Um, Ben, do you have anything to update us on with Twitch or anything? Um, Well, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, but um, I did actually make affiliate on Twitch, which is really awesome. Um, It's a a goal that I'm honestly pretty shocked that I hit. um, And that's really, really cool. So thank you all to everybody who um who helps make that happen i'm like i i've been really enjoying streaming um i've i've been posting about it a lot um and i'm like really diving (laughs) diving into it a lot especially you know with all the stuff going on in the world right now i'm home a lot more um all the time and (laughs) so um so I mean, yeah, I've I've got a consistent schedule. I've got a game that I'm gonna start playing uh, this week. Uh, that's a game that I played a long time ago, but I never actually finished, and I wanted to kind of start new and uh, dip back into it since it's been literally years, and the game has changed since then. Um, so yeah, uh, you can catch me streaming on Twitch at uh, Twitch.tv/CapandBenji on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, uh, These days, I'm streaming a lot of Stardew Valley, which is a bit of fun, sort of chill stream. Uh, That's, like, what the people, my viewers, have been really... uh, That tends to be their favorite thing right now um, that I'm streaming. So uh, catch me streaming that on Tuesday and Saturday. And this Thursday, I will be streaming... Elder Scrolls Online, which if you've ever heard of Skyrim um, or Oblivion or Morrowind, it's the same universe, but it's like an MMO and stuff like that. So it's very well done. 
uh, very polished game, and I'm excited to dive into that this week. So part of my nice. part of my Ben's backlog initiative to play games that I never got to finish or that <laughs> I never ended up playing. So <laughs> awesome, that's awesome, dude. And I, that's something that I would encourage everyone to do. If there's something that you've been thinking about, like, uh, man, I wish I had time to do this. I wish I had. I wish I could like learn how to do this. You, I, you know, we're in a time right now where you have time to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, start a podcast, uh, learn a new program, uh, start streaming something, uh, learn how to play an instrument. Like, I don't know. Something I've started looking into, actually, even though I'm already kind of finding ways to fill the time a lot, also just started looking up, like, how can I learn how to code? Because there you go. that's a job you can do from anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so it's true. Stuff like it's this true. happens. You know, you have yeah. some job security there, but yeah, you know, like the the other day, I I was like, how? I, what can I do? I'm very bored, <laughs> and so <laughs> I I just kind of went into my studio and I recorded a little bit of an instrumental piece for our you know for our new little bumper thing. Yeah, <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, it, it, I I recorded that bumper and I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> um, it's just we have time to learn stuff, and I would just encourage everybody to take all this very seriously, and and stay you know stay home, do your part, but then also like learn something, do something. Just uh, just because know. the world is in a really bad place, it doesn't mean that you have to be in a bad place. We can right. we can all kind of come out of this a better version of ourselves and yeah. make the world a better place out of it. Exactly. So, Watch some Star Wars. Watch <laughs> the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch or, or watch movies that you. Well, I, I know for me, I'm gonna take advantage of this, and I'm gonna watch some movies that I've been meaning to watch for years. I I wanted to dive into some Bond movies I haven't seen because yeah. I've not really watched Bond, except for the Daniel Craig ones, um, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna do that. I would like to get some like westerns i'd like to watch some old westerns that i haven't seen Mm -hmm. um you know stuff like that i'm wanting to catch up on some like classic stuff that i haven't just for some reason watched and so yeah you know i think this is a great opportunity to do that so anyway um any final thoughts ben no um just uh stay safe be um be smart with your time, um, it can be really easy to waste it looking at a screen the whole time. Um, something mm-hmm. I've been trying to make sure I'm doing is getting out and walking, uh, even if it's just, like, in the neighborhood where there's not a lot of people. Um, yeah. You know, like, go out and, like, have walks. Get out in the sun. Um, if you have an animal, take the dog with you, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, like, actually, my dog has been so much happier <laughs> during this time because, one, I'm home all the time, so she just loves that. <laughs> But, um, but like I've been able to walk her a lot more and she's like, her mood has shifted so much because of that. Like her energy levels are so much better. So just like, and mine are too, actually. So like get, get out, walk, like make sure you are still a functioning human during this time because it's, it's easy for me. Like, you know, I have, I have a PC with these games. I really want to just sit down and veg out on all the time, but I have to, I have to make myself have hard, hard stops to go and still walk and like get fresh air, you know? So I guess that's, that's the last thing I want to say. It's just like from someone who's really bad at this, like (laughs) get out and walk and drink plenty of water. It's a hard time to take care of our bodies right now because we can't go anywhere. <laughs> but oh, yeah, like, yeah. 
No kidding. But like, do your, do what you can, you know, in a safe way. That's what I'll say. Yeah, good stuff, man. And I echo that sentiment. Um, uh, guys, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. It really, um, we are, <laughs> we're really loving this. And it, honestly, I'm so happy that I have this to do. <laughs> um, it's while great. I, yeah, while we're while we're here doing, you know, all of this quarantine stuff, we still have this to do, and it's fun to have this hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're very thankful that anyone listens to us. And uh, please tell your friends about us, tweet about us, post whatever. Um, if you feel so inclined and, uh, and I think, I guess that's it, man. Mm-hmm. You good? I'm good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next week, this has been a certain point of view and may the force be with you always. Always.